Episode number 831, Processionary Caterpillars, A True Story. You're listening to the official BNI Podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI Podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you? I am home this week because I have a brand new book that is coming out, and I'm doing a lot of uh, interviews by Zoom and by phone. Um, and uh, we'll have a link for the book here. Uh, I love this book. It is called The Third Paradigm. The Third Paradigm subtitle is A Radical Shift to Greater Success. We'll include a link here. So here's, here's a, a couple of things um, about the book. It is about co-creation. The first paradigm is competition. The second paradigm is cooperation. Third paradigm is co-creation. Uh, BNI has really been active in that concept throughout its history. A great example of co-creation is crowdsourcing, where people get together and, and create something um, together. But again, what I love about this book, though, is that we've got a survey of 4,000 people, so we've got a lot of great examples. There's a story interwoven into every chapter, and and one of my next podcasts, I'll talk a little bit more about that story. And then um, another unique thing is that in, instead of a summary chapter, the publisher interviewed us as co-authors. So BNI is heavily represented in this book, even though it's not about networking, it's heavily represented in this book. Go take a look at The Third Paradigm on Amazon.com. We'll include a link. Great. Okay. That sounds really interesting. So the topic for today, you, you were like, uh, okay, this is a bizarre topic. <laughs> yep. Processionary caterpillars. Um, and it is a true story. And, you know, I, I started thinking about this because... I used to tell this story all the time, 35, 36 years ago. And I don't know why, but it just kind of, you know, dropped out of my repertoire of, of storytelling. Uh, but it's a, an incredibly powerful story about how people will do things that are no longer productive. And uh, nature's a treasure trove of fascinating phenomenon and processionary caterpillars are a great example of that. So Jean-Henri Faber, in the early 1900s, uh, experimented with processionary caterpillars by arranging them so they would walk in a circle. Now, normally, what they do is one follows another to get to where it is that they want to go, either um, to to find food or whatever. Uh, but what he thought he would do is put them in a circle to see how long it would take them to realize their mistake and change course. Uh -huh. <laughs> and he assumed it would just take minutes or maybe hours. However, to his horror, they walked in a circle for more than a week before they started dying. Oh. And this intriguing behavior uh, of processionary caterpillars holds, I think, an uncanny resemblance to certain patterns of human behavior that lead to negative consequences. Now, we might not die, but our businesses will die if we keep going in circles uh, like these processionary uh, caterpillars. And I used to talk about this uh, a lot uh, in the early days of BNI. 
oftentimes people find themselves caught in a, a repetitive pattern that leads to unfavorable outcomes. And these patterns can be observed in, in a lot of aspects of life, from professional relationships to societal trends to business experiences. And I've witnessed it many times in networking groups that refuse to change their unproductive behaviors despite marginal results of the group and the inability to break away from these patterns despite evidence of their harmful effects. It's reminiscent to me of the processionary caterpillars. So the caterpillar's circular march, um, while seemingly you know devoid of any kind of rationality, also reveals how sometimes, and, and I know I've used this phrase in podcasts before, sometimes you know people are happy in their hole and they don't want a ladder. They, they don't want to get out of that pattern or that hole that they're in. And despite uh, the evident signs of, of, of problems, uh, people sometimes continue destructive paths simply because they're unwilling to consider productive alternatives. Um, so this to me, this echoes the human tendency to make decisions based on habits, uh, biases, preconceived notions, rather than uh, a natural or rational evaluation of, uh, of, of options based on results that other people uh, have, have had. So the inability of processionary caterpillars, these are our real, do a Google search. This is a real thing. Uh, the inability of these caterpillars to adapt their behavior when circumstances warrant it I think, uh, holds a mirror to some human resistance to, to change. People frequently find themselves clinging to outdated beliefs or following a leader who doesn't really know what the heck they're doing mm-hmm. and people are following it. The, the tendency to, to blindly follow someone leading them in circles um, in resisting change uh, is it is perpetrating destructive cycles. And um, I I think it's really important that we as members strive to learn from the mistakes that we've seen uh, in in the behaviors of people who have led us down the wrong path and instead track the record of success, people who have been successful. You know, don't just follow the leader, follow the leader who is taking you towards success. Mm. We have in BNI, over at this moment, over eleven thousand chapters worldwide. Wow, that's a lot. And what I see people do is they change stuff because they, you know, they don't want to do the same thing every week, even though it works. They don't want to do the same thing every week. So here's here's a suggestion: before you start changing anything, count out loud to eleven thousand. <laughs> And recognize that we've had some success with our system. Mm-hmm. 11,000 groups is a lot of groups. Everybody can't be wrong. And what I do see happen is that, you know, people sometimes, this may not be you, I may not be talking to you, but I'm probably talking to a number of people in chapters around the world. Sometimes people like water seek the path of least resistance. They want to do what's easiest. But what's easiest is not what's best. All the time. As a matter of fact, rarely is it best. And so I tell members why accept mediocrity when excellence is an option. Excellence is an option. Don't get caught just going in circles in unproductive behaviors. Instead, get into a groove of productive behaviors that makes uh, uh, a lot of sense for the success of your business. That's what I want. I want business people worldwide 
to have incredible success in this organization. And with 11,000 chapters, we've helped a lot of people do that. So before you start messing with the system, count to 11,000 just to see how big a number that really is. What are your thoughts, Priscilla? Well, 11,000 chapters is a huge number of chapters because each chapter has many people in it. So that's impressive in itself. Our chapter used to call it ourselves No Ordinary Chapter. And because we're from Berkeley, California, we took pride in the, in the idea that we could be unique. And so we, we, were do, we were changing things and not always for the best. But I just thought I'd add that. Yeah, and, and, and the not always for the best is the key there. Um, you know, changing things when uh, we have 11,000 groups, m- most of which uh, are following the system. Right. Uh, you know, changing things is obviously, uh, I think, going down the wrong path. And then you have people following that. And so when you get a leader who starts changing things and everybody's following that, and they eventually start um, leading people into mediocrity, leading people into unsuccessful habits. And, you know, it's one of the reasons why uh, sometimes uh, brand new countries for BNI have so many more members than countries that have been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Because the new countries are like, yep, well, let's follow the system. The system, you know, works. There's 11,000 groups. We're going to follow the system. And then they get these chapters, 50, 75, 100 members because they're following the system. They're not saying, eh, let's change things. And then everybody kind of follows that change. And then they're, they're doing circles. Right. So stick to the system, everyone. It works. It works well. That's all I have for today, Priscilla. Okay, that's great, Ivan. Thank you so much. Well, that's it for this week. This podcast is sponsored by MeisnerAudioprograms.com. These audio programs will provide you with the tools and the inspiration to powerfully enhance your BNI experience. So check out the great material that's available to you at MeisnerAudioprograms.com. And use the promo code IVAN50 for 50% off of everything. All of the proceeds go to the BNI Foundation. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast. <laughs>